Christian Broadcasting. Wake up, Bahamas, to this good morning and put on your thinking caps for Think on These Things with Senior Pastor Teacher of Calvary Bible Church, Alan Lee. Good morning. I invite you to think with me this morning on the first two verses in the first book of the Bible, Genesis chapter 1. Listen now then as I read and quote the Word of God. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. End of quote. That, my friends, was the Word of God. Now, this is the first mention of the Holy Spirit in the Bible. Notice, he is called the Spirit of God. The preposition of indicates his source or origin. He is the Spirit who has a source and origin in God. Of course, as the New Testament will finally and fully reveal, we know that he is in fact God himself. He is a member of the triune Godhead, along with God the Father and God the Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is first introduced in Scripture as moving over the surface of the waters that was still a part of the still uncreated world or earth that God was to bring into being by the word of his power. Verse 1 says the earth was formless and void and in deep darkness. In other words, it was without form or order. It was empty and enveloped in darkness. It was a chaos, that which was without order, not a cosmos, that which is characterized by order. God was setting the stage of bringing order out of disorder, cosmos out of chaos. Now, whenever I speak on this verse of scripture, I am reminded of a definition one of my seminary professors gave for cosmetics while speaking about this passage on the cosmos. He said that cosmetics are what women use on their faces to bring cosmos out of chaos, order out of disorder. But be that as it may, here God is setting the stage to create the cosmos, an orderly system of living and non-living entities which he himself will speak into being before calling it. God did not create the earth as a waste or void, my friends. Listen to his words once again in Isaiah chapter 45 verse 18. I quote now the word of God. For thus says the Lord, who created the heavens, he is the God who formed the earth and made it. He established it and did not create it a waste place. He established it and did not create it a waste place, but rather formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, and there is none else. End of quote. That, my friend, is the word of God. And so the Holy Spirit is present then, here, not as a mere spectator, but as an active participant in this creative act. He is described as moving over the face or surface of the waters that covered a formless and chaotic earth underneath its murky depths. The word moving over is best translated hovering or fluttering or flying over. It is used in Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 11 with regards to the way an eagle protects its young. Listen to the word of God. Like an eagle that stirs up its nest, 
that hovers over its young. He spread his wings and caught them. He carried them on his pinions. It is also used in Isaiah 30, verse 5, quote, Like flying or hovering birds, so the Lord of hosts will protect Jerusalem. He will protect and deliver it. He will pass over and rescue it, end of quote. And so the idea in Genesis chapter 1 verse 2 is that the Holy Spirit is hovering over the chaotic darkness and void waste with which the Bible opens to preserve, to protect, and to preserve it for God's creative work as described in the first two chapters of Genesis. His action ensured that this would occur. This is the first act or action ascribed to the Holy Spirit in the Bible. His last act or action is recorded in Revelation chapter 19, verse 10. Thus, he is referred to at both the beginning and the ending of God's revelation to mankind, and throughout that revelation as well. One widely accepted rule of hermeneutics, that is, the procedures for interpreting the Bible, is that the first reference of a person, a thing, or an event is the most significant, and whatever is said of the person, thing, or event is always true of them to some degree. This would mean, therefore, that the Holy Spirit, in addition to being identified with and as deity himself, must be seen as the one who has, as one of his major concerns, that of preserving, protecting, and preparing whatever or whomever God the Father chooses to act upon in any way. Here in Genesis, he prepared the way for God the Father to both fill the void and bring order out of the formlessness of the then present earth. He could well be called the preserving spirit or the spirit who prepares. He prepared the way for God to speak the creative word and bring light into the world when there was only darkness. He prepared the prenatal creation for God's creative action. My friends, he still does that today. We may not see him or feel him or touch him, but the Holy Spirit is all around us, preparing and preserving us for the touch of God upon our lives. God never acts without this preparatory work of the Holy Spirit. As someone else has said, he still moves through the emptiness of life, preparing the way for God to bring us out of the darkness and into the light once again. Who is it that causes a hardened sinner to finally give in to the loving but persistent invitation of a spouse, a friend, or a family member to attend an evangelistic service where he or she is brought to Christ? It is the Holy Spirit. Who is it that causes a drunkard, a druggie, or any other God-rejecting person to finally turn them toward God? It is the Holy Spirit. Now, of course, he may use other people and specific events to do his work in the whole scheme of things. But in the final analysis, it is God the Spirit who is at work. It is He who does the arranging, the planning, the execution of all that is necessary to bring a person from the darkness of sin into the glorious light of the gospel. Let me ask you then, my friend, do you sense or are you yielding to the Holy Spirit's hovering in your life? As always, this is Pastor Lee saying, Sila, think and act on these things. Your one source and leading provider for total business solutions in the Bahamas is ready to provide you with sales and service with a capital S. For 65 years, the Armory Company has remained on the cutting edge of technology in Nassau and Grand Bahama while partnering with technological giants like IBM, HP, Canon, Kyocera, Diebold, and Pitney Bowes. Factory trained technicians ensure that we service what we sell is a slogan said with truth and confidence. At the Armory Company, you'll find surveillance, counterfeit detection, and point-of-sale systems, business equipment, and office furniture. The Armory Advantage. 
Furniture. Multi-discount furniture and rooms to go Montrose Avenue has the largest selection of household furnishings, baby furniture, appliances, and linens in the Bahamas. Dining room sets and dinettes, entertainment centers, TVs, desks, tables, and so much more. A wide variety of drapes, rugs, and linens too. Very economical refrigerators, freezers, washers, dryers, microwaves, stoves, and gas and electric. Save up to 30% and more every day. Free delivery in Nassau and to our Family Island customers to the boat of your choice. Multi-discount furniture and appliances and rooms to go. Montrose Avenue, Nassau. Palmdale Vision Center is celebrating its 15th anniversary during the month of August. We would like to take this opportunity to thank our valuable patients and customers who have supported us over the years. You have made us who we are today, and we would like to say thank you. So stop in and see us today. We're located north of Home Fabrics on Mount Royal Avenue, and our telephone number is 325-3585. Remember, we care for your vision as we would our own. That's Palmdale Vision Center. Don't miss the Kanaka event of 2009, hosted by the Evangelical Association of the Caribbean in partnership with the Jamaica Association of Evangelicals. Mark your calendar and attend Kanaka 2009 at the Jamaican Pegasus in Kingston, Jamaica, October 26th through the 29th. If you would like more information, you can go to www.caribbeanevangelical.org. You've been listening to Think on These Things with Senior Pastor Teacher Alan Lee on ECB, Excellence in Christian Broadcasting. We look forward to being back with you again this afternoon at 3 p.m. right here on 107.9 FM. Your inspiration station with programming designed especially for you and your family. So until then, continue to think on these things. May the Lord guide you and His love inspire you this day. Think on These Things is a production of ECB, the radio ministry of Calvary Bible Church. Excellence in Christian Broadcasting.